Right to Repair South Africa's CEO, Kate Elliott, has expressed concern about the lack of compliance and awareness within the automotive industry about the Right to Repair legislation. These new guidelines were published by the Competition Commission and it requires industry players to adopt strategies and develop business models that, amongst others, allow for small, independent and historically disadvantaged service providers to undertake service, maintenance and repair work whilst a vehicle is still in warranty. Now, Right to Repair South Africa reports that only one in eight of the dealers visited in the Western Cape complied with the regulations. For more, we're joined on the line by Kate Elliott, CEO of Right to Repair SA. Kate, welcome to the show firstly. Hi, good morning. I'm happy to be here. The number that I cited in that introduction, the one in eight dealers visited in the Western Cape, are those numbers for, for generally all the dealerships you visited or more specifically just the state of play in these smaller, independent, historically disadvantaged dealers? Um, so they are your kind of your average dealers. Um, so it is. Uh, uh, we we believe that it is an illustration of the dealership um, network in general. If that is the case, then, then are we sitting with regulations that are just unenforceable, impractical for, for the South African environment? No, not at all. I think that the Competition Commission has done a fantastic job in drafting these guidelines, and I think that we will get to a level of compliance. Um, part of the reason we did this exercise, you know, six weeks after the coming into effect of the guidelines was just to kind of establish where everyone's at so that we could then try and engage with um, the manufacturers as well as the Competition Commission to see what we could do to get better compliance. Okay, then, then just take us through, firstly, in terms of the guidelines, uh, why is this a consumer benefit? Why is it in the interest of, of the consumer that, that these regulations have, have been promulgated and, and that they are enforced? Um, so they are very much to the benefit of the consumer for a number of reasons. So firstly, now the um, dealers have to provide you with two separate prices. They have to provide you with the price of the vehicle and the price of the value-added product, whether that's a service plan, a maintenance plan, or an extended warranty, so that you can actually decide whether, that, um, whether it's worth buying that product or not. And you might want to buy that service plan from someone else, or you might want to not buy a service plan at all and just service your vehicle as you go. Those costs shouldn't be expensive on a new vehicle. Um, then secondly, they have to allow you to not purchase that service plan if you don't want mm. to. Once again, it allows you to then choose um, as to what you want to do. And then lastly, they have to honor your warranty if you choose to go to an independent service provider. They are not permitted to say, oh, well, that's fine. You can go to an independent service provider, but we won't honor your warranty. Okay, now if that compliance rate is as low as you found with this cursory investigation, what what are we going to do about it? So we are going to engage with the Competition Commission and with the manufacturers themselves and see what we can do to improve things. But but what sort of solutions may may be put on the table then? They have to comply and so um, they actually just have to resolve their products the way that they present them and structure their prices. Any sort of time frame for, for how long the process will take to, to get to decent levels of compliance? And, and, and what would those decent levels of compliance be? Unfortunately, I can't say what those timelines would be. Um, I would love for them to be have been the 1st of July. Um, but and, and, and 100% compliance is what we're aiming for. But obviously, you know, if we were to get um, undertakings by the manufacturers to really educate their staff, and to provide um, 
solid deadlines as to when they're going to provide these uh, different uh, pricing for the, the value-added products and the, and the vehicle, we'd be, we'd be happy. All right, then just a simple guide to the average consumer out there in, in terms of making sure that they that wherever they go, wherever the purchase is made, that they, they aren't taken for a ride uh, by a dealer who's not compliant. So, you know, we say um, educate yourselves on your right and, and then assert them. Say, I'm, I, you know, I'm not willing to purchase this vehicle without you telling me what the service plan costs. Quite often these service plans are hugely inflated and and... Although you might want to take that service plan from the dealer because then it's sorted out and you don't have to worry about it, a lot of people are wanting to to check um, to to keep track of how much they spend, and this is a great way to be able to save some money. Kate Elliott, CEO of Right to Repair SA, thank you very much for your time on the weekend view. Thank you.